Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and today I'm joined with Tyler Moss. His Twitter, his links, everything is going to be in the description, so make sure to check him out. He is a great man, a very good-looking man, as you can see. So this video, we're going to be talking about quarterbacks in the 2020 NFL draft class and how they relate to fantasy football, obviously more towards dynasty because a lot of these quarterbacks, some of these guys, they may not even play this year. They may have a future in the NFL. So let's just hop right into it. Say hello, Tyler. Hey guys, um, obviously find my Twitter at Tyler Moss NFL. Um, very excited to push out some rookie content for you guys. Obviously combine has just ended. So we got some stats, we got some averages to understand those stats. And we're just gonna break down what I see in film, what's important to me, what isn't, uh, what's going to make these prospects very, very talented in the upcoming draft. Alrighty, so obviously we're going to be doing what Tyler's rankings are because my rankings are fucking terrible. So we are going to go with number one here. Tyler has Mr. Tua of, or from Alabama, obviously, the, the school. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, not going to take a shot at his last name. Everyone knows him by Tua. Um, very, very solid prospect. I think he cleans up. He gets, um, gets healthier. He's the best quarterback in this class. And especially for fantasy purposes, he doesn't have to go to Cincinnati. So that's going to help him a lot. Um, as far as a prospect and what I see from him in film, has the ball in his hands very limitedly. He gets the ball very quickly. I love that. Excels at not giving up plays to the defense. That means his vision is incredible at not staring down receivers. I find that big. Mm -hmm. Probably the best pocket presence in the class as well. Um, navigating it, even when hurt. Like, I mean, I did a uh, LSU film breakdown, and that was coming off of an injury three weeks ago. Mm -hmm. that he just got back for the game and somehow still has you know cat-like reflexes in the pocket and it's it's electric stuff and I think he's the best quarterback in this class whether he'll be drafted like that I don't think he will be but I still think he's the most talented guy in this class all right now where do you think that Tua falls to now obviously there's a lot of talk in the NFL draft of guys trading up to get Tua will he fall will this injury be much of a concern I don't think so I think he gets drafted regardless of if he's okay or not when it comes draft time what are you thinking yeah so um I'm a Dolphin fan, like yourself, uh, so I really want him to fall to Miami. Unfortunately, I think Detroit uh, has other plans. I think they're going to snag him. I think they'll move off of Stafford. Stafford could go to a team that's really close to ready, still a really solid quarterback, but I think Detroit's trying to refresh, restart up their team, and Tua's going to fall to them, and they're going to take him, is my opinion. All right. Now, what are we thinking? Obviously, Tua did not do anything to do with the combine. He obviously sat down because of that injury. Now, do you think that Tua would have performed at the combine if he had done? Um, well, not at his state right now. Uh, I don't think it would have been effective. It would have been a waste of his time. Um, and it could have aggravated the injury. So I have zero um, hate for him standing out. Uh, sorry, sitting out of it. So very, very happy that he didn't do anything there but his pro day is going to scream what he has uh improved on with his injury so very very excited to look at that um mm -hmm. but no i don't think the combine him sitting out had any effect for him oh yeah no i didn't want to sound like i probably sounded like an idiot i meant like do you think if he was healthy he would have looked good oh oh yeah definitely um if he was healthy i think you know some really electric numbers could have could have came out obviously quarterbacks don't average anything more than a 4.8 in you know, 40 time, 22 bench is the quarterback average. You know, mm -hmm. I don't see Tua benching 22, but I also don't see him sitting around 4'8 at speed. I think he healthy could be a very, very solid prospect um, coming out of the combine, but I don't really think he needed it. I think his film screams everything that needs to be known about Tua Tungavailoa. 
Yeah, definitely. I think that too is a guy who definitely, while he's not going to play likely this season at all, I assume regardless of where he gets drafted to, I think he rides the pine at least for a majority of the season, if not the whole season. So obviously he's a guy that you're going to be drafting in fantasy for dynasty purposes that obviously you can't even play this season, but it's going to be okay because Tua is going to be a god for whatever team ends up drafting him. So the number two guy Tyler has here is Joseph Burrow. Now, Joe Burrow also did not happen to attend the con. Well, he attended the combine. He just said, fuck it. I'm not doing anything. I got my pro day because I need to ice myself. I need to be okay because I just carried the LSU Tigers to win the uh, fucking championship game. So what are you thinking about Joseph? Huge cock Burrow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so solid prospect. Obviously, we can't ignore what he did his senior year. I think the drastic improvement from his 2019 campaign to his 2018 is screaming and um, just in the stats alone. What I like to look at when I look at prospects um, in the stat sheet, I know it's hard to just stat watch and kind of judge people off of that, but he jumped from a 57% completion in 2018 to a 76, and that is drastic. And whether or not we want to pin that on the offense, you can but that still goes to the quarterback and what he was able to do and cleaning up and making sure he's making safe, clean, crisp throws. Um, Eclipsed 5,000 passing yards by a long shot, 5,600, 60 touchdowns, remarkable, and only six interceptions. So for the the quantity that he was passing, very, very clean uh, with those passes as well. And obviously the percentage of completion screams that. Yeah, definitely one of the best college quarterbacks I think I've ever seen through my eyeballs. Obviously, I'm wearing the sunglasses now, but I was watching those from very up close without the sunglasses on. Now, I'm thinking about Joe Burrow. Are you worried about the fact that he has many hands? <laughs> I am not. Um, I don't even have hands marked down on these uh, prospects and all my combine um, stat mining it doesn't matter to me yeah obviously it doesn't fucking matter it's just a joke because everyone in the community they talk about how how he's small hands small hands joe but it's okay he's gonna be fine now obviously joe burrow did have a lot of talent around him and that does mean something because if he's going to cincinnati the talent around him may not be as good as what he had at lsu obviously you know respectively better but he's gonna be playing up against harder talent in the nfl do you think that cincinnati is the best landing spot for him obviously that's where he goes like there's no shot he can go anywhere else but do you think that the the core he has around him will be good enough for joe burrow to be worthy of the uh, top two pick in a lot of superflex leagues well it's going to be an adjustment obviously from the bat for him um completely different offensive system uh, different player personnel around him, as you mentioned. But I still think there's talent on this team, and I think it was kind of wasted away last year. Obviously, mm-hmm. a really horrible defense, so he's going to learn to have to play from behind. Um, but still some good weapons. We forget what Joe Mixon's able to do with um, you know any competent quarterback behind him, keeping the run from being predictable. Uh, some solid wide receivers. John Ross can be quite electric as a receiver if he stays healthy and Burrow uses him correctly, which I think he will. Um, and then Tyler Boyd still really, really saw it as well. I think if they get a wide receiver, maybe in the second, third, uh, fourth, obviously they got to prioritize defense too because their defense is miserable. But maybe help Burrow out a little bit, get him a receiver, maybe get him Justin Jefferson. I know it sounds crazy, but maybe second, third round, you get Justin Jefferson, you give Burrow a recognizable name on the offense that helps. And then lastly, they get their first round pick last year. Um, left tackle, name's completely slipping me, but the game is about. Mm-hmm. solid I mean so you get line help even without having to draft it so that's really important too um I don't think it's as bad as it's kind of drawn up to be but obviously not ideal and some adjustments are going to be need to be are going to need to be made for Burrow and uh, I would like to see how he does um with those adjustments 
Okay, now obviously to you, you have Burrow at number two and Tua at number one. Now, do, the fact that you have Burrow at number two, you're a bit different. A lot of people personally believe that Burrow is the number one guy. So what puts Tua so much, or not really so much ahead, but what puts him ahead of Burrow for you? Well, I think um, we kind of get slipped up in the idea that we're making rankings for fantasy purposes instead of uh, draft purposes. Obviously, I think Burrow uh, right now, as of right now, is a better uh, NFL prospect mm -hmm. but when you're looking at it and you have to take in situation to account you can kind of almost lock in a guy for a team um, I think you have to look at it and say Tua kind of has the edge and as far as physical ability I think pocket presence a little better obviously Burrow can move a little bit uh, more than people expect him to be able to uh, at 6'3 221 but you know I, I still think um, Tua with the situation and uh, what he's going to go into. And he's going to be nursed in an offense, obviously, because they understand what he's dealing with injury-wise. Mm -hmm. I think that's going to help him. And looking at year two and beyond, I think Tua will end up being seen as the better prospect. Yeah, I can I can partially agree with that. Now, obviously, I think that if, if Tua lands in – in Detroit, I think that might be a better situation for him than in Miami. Obviously, we're both Miami fans, so we both hope yeah. he goes there. But I think that Detroit has a lot of great wide receiver options for him. Now, I think that both him and Burrow will be great in the next couple of years coming. And we obviously we saw last season Kyler Murray be an electric fantasy football quarterback strictly based on his legs. And his, his arm power was pretty good as well. He seems like a guy who's going to be running the ball a lot more. I think that Tua is going to be great as well as Burrow. So I don't really hate the fact that you have him ranked at number one. Yeah. All right. Alrighty, now number three here, we got Justin Herbert, the pervert, out of Oregon. What are you thinking about Herbert? Um, obviously, our first guy on this list that did run in the combine, uh, 4 6 eight, 40. Um, Pretty solid stuff, obviously, above the average that we talked about, the 4-8. Um, did not participate in the bench. No quarterback did. 35.5 um, vertical. It's about a little bit above the average, which is good. Um, obviously, this isn't what I'm looking at quarterbacks you can kind of throw out the combine you got to look at tape and I think what I see with tape um, and with Herbert is a well-developed quarterback he's had a lot of experience he makes really clean throws very accurate in the short and medium passing game obviously the knock on him is his deep throwing ability but I think he has the capability to drop in balls very very well if you just keep working on that deep ball ability that's that will make Herbert a better quarterback but as far as anything else Excellent pocket presence, obviously not what Tua is, but good enough to survive in the NFL level and beyond. Um, sorry, not beyond, but like, um, yeah, but solid pocket presence and really solid, solid quarterback when it comes to accuracy and, and things like that. Yeah, I think Herbert will be overall a great quarterback. He's going to be a guy that is going to be likely drafted inside of the top 10 at the NFL draft come in April in Las Vegas. Now, I think that the thing with Herbert is he's also a guy that to the team to me also does kind of matter. If he goes to the Chargers, will he go to the Dolphins? Where do you think he lands? Yeah, I like the Chargers um, because currently what I have mocked is that Tua will go to the Dolphins. But mm -hmm. I think the Dolphins think very highly of Herbert, I think if Tua does get taken by Detroit, I think the Dolphins will pull the trigger and draft Herbert, which I don't think is going to be a bad situation either way. I think the Dolphins still want to develop their young quarterback no matter who they get, mm -hmm. uh, whether that be Tua where they're nursing an injury or Herbert. Obviously, I believe Herbert is the best immediate starter. Um, more experience has been through a lot uh, in his college career, I think stepping on the field day one can be very electric and kind of understands um, everything that's thrown at him, uh, at least emotionally. 
So very solid um, quarterback, no matter where he goes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, if he goes to the Chargers, I think there can be some electricity there um, as far as generating really solid rookie production. Mm-hmm. But uh, either team he goes to, Dolphins or Chargers, I think can be, can be a good fit for him. Yeah, definitely. The Chargers will be electric. They got that lightning bolt on their logo and on their helmet. So I think that the Chargers are obviously an electric place for him. Now, obviously, a lot of people, I'm thinking he might end up going to Miami, but I do love the Chargers fit. They have a lot of talented players on that team. He fits right in there. Phillip Rivers, get your ass out of here. He sent his 11 kids packing out of there. So I think that Phillip Rivers now being gone was definitely a solid shot for Herbert. That obviously does mean that he will have a lot more of an effect this year because, you know, he'll probably probably just spring right into that role. I see no reason why they would let him rest unless they bring in some other guy to sit in front or to play in front of him and let him obviously lead into being the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, very, very excited to see where he goes. I think um, obviously again, like I'll say um, very, very developed as a mm-hmm. uh, lot of college experience and no matter where he goes, I think it'll, it'll work out for him um, more than it won't. Yeah, definitely. Oregon, to me, is a team. He played for Oregon, correct? I'm not just correct. Okay, all right. Don't want to be dumb, but obviously that's a team that not many people are going to look at as being like, oh, this is going to be an amazing team. But they ended up playing very well with Herbert. I think that Herbert is a guy, he looks like a quarterback. He has that sick hair. He looks like he can sling the pigskin. So I really like him coming in here at number three. Now, number four, we pivot here to Jacob Eason. Why do you like Jacob Eason over some of these other guys that some people may believe is better than him? Well, I, um, I kind of surround these three, my three next guys, as all about the same in their own tier. I think there's a clear separation of two on Burrow. I think Herbert's in kind of like his own tier uh, as the next guy. And then the next three are kind of, um, in, in people's eyes, can go anywhere, uh, four, five, six. But I like Eason because I like his arm. I, I think in the NFL, I think coaches are able to work with accuracy and decision-making more than they are to teach raw natural ability. And his arm is probably the best, strongest in the class. Um, He does make poor decisions. He does. But I think as a coach, that's going to be much more easy to adjust to than anything else. The only knock um, outside of, you know, all the other prospects we have here, uh, the one thing he isn't is he isn't mobile at all. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know how much that'll hurt him though, because we've seen so much successes, even with, the times of changing in the NFL, non-mobile quarterbacks still have a lot of success. And I think Eason Mm -hmm. will fall into that category, especially if he goes to a really solid team. Yeah, I definitely think that guys that, no, regardless of uh, how they play, could still be fine as just a normal pocket passer. You see guys like Breeze still have success who cannot run out of the pocket at all. Eli was a guy for years who was still a serviceable guy, could not run for his life. So I think that, obviously, that means that Eason could be a quality quarterback in the NFL. Where do you think Eason ends up going in the draft? What team do you think selects him? Yeah. Uh, ideally, um, in a perfect world situation, I want him to go into New England. I mm-hmm. want him to develop behind Belichick. I think if any coach is going to work with him uh, and help his decision-making, Belichick's going to clean that up and he's going to do it quickly. And if that happens, I, I would see Easton going above Herbert and flirting with uh, Burrow and uh, Tua. But you know, I, I think ideally he'll probably go to the second round, um, find a team without – without a quarterback picked yet. Um, obviously, it's hard to predict because we have to go through a whole first round. But once we get into the second round, teams that are looking for that quarterback, they're going to they're gonna find Eason. 
Yeah, I definitely think Eason could be very good. Now, like you said, if he goes to the Patriots and he sits maybe a year or two behind Tom Brady in a couple of years, that man could be absolutely nasty. I don't even know the Patriots backup's name because his name's Stickham or something. He fucking yeah. sucks. He messed up. He he played terrible in the game where they pulled Brady out because they were up and then he just threw a pick and then they had to put Brady back in. So he's not good. Belichick couldn't mold, mold him, but he could definitely mold our boy Eason over here. Yeah. Well, Jared Stidham, uh, a lot less to work with than uh, Eason. Um, <laughs> I think if you give Belichick a really solid prospect to work with, uh, things are going to go well. Um, I don't think Stidham's a prospect that's ever going to grow into a starter at all. Yeah, definitely not. Now, the next guy on your list here, we got, we got Love. And you seem to show some love for Love. You got him in the top five now. What are you thinking about Love? Well, um, again, like we mentioned with Eason, obviously this is a tier. This is the mm-hmm. three guys that a lot of people rotate. Um, I like Love a little bit more. I think if you put him on a solid team – He's gonna do. He's gonna do quite well. Um, obviously, struggled this year through 17 interceptions, which I do not like. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It, it's it's again one of those situations like we saw with you know Josh Allen and and Carson Wentz. What happens when you give them talent mm-hmm. uh, as a prospect? You know, you you look at film and it's hard to judge them because there's not a lot of talent around them and they're trying to make every play for themselves. So what happens when you give them talent? I think he has a lot of really, really good um, unteachable kind of, what is it, intangibles for yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Um, can throw the ball really well. Uh, I just think he needs the opportunity to get into a situation that can help him. And uh, Love can probably run with that. And I, I like him more than I like Fromm. And we'll get into Fromm next uh, because mm-hmm. of his mobility. And it's hard to, uh, to love a game manager like Fromm. I'd rather take a guy that can you know, do more with his legs and can win games for you. Uh-huh, definitely. And especially in fantasy, if you're playing in a four-point per passing touchdown league, that, those running, those rushes are nasty for you. Scoring six points off of a touchdown, which is something a quarterback typically does not do, and a guy like Fromm will not do. So obviously now we're going to pivot into Jake from State Farm. Obviously Jake from here, but before we talk about it real quick, everyone, please make sure to click that subscribe button down below. No free ads. There's no ad in this video. Please click the subscribe button for me and Tyler, please. It would, it would really mean a lot. Thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. Now, now you can go on about Fromm. Yeah, okay. So, uh, Jake Fromm, um, we look at his stats, not that impressive. Uh, 2,800 yards, uh, 24 touchdowns, five interceptions, 60% completion. Keeps the ball relatively clean. Uh, it's why he won the job over Eason in Georgia. A lot of people forget that Eason was with the University of Georgia mm-hmm. and that Fromm took his spot uh, as a freshman. Um, really, why that happened is because of the decision-making, and I think Eason has grown with that. But for Fromm, He's really just a game manager, which for Georgia works perfectly. They have a great O-line. They have a great running back almost every single year. So it, it really works for their system. But I struggle to see what Fromm can, can really bring to the table if he's not handed a solid O-line and a great running game. Uh, I definitely think that Fromm could be a solid NFL quarterback, but talking fantasy-wise, he's not going to make any type of electric plays. He's just going to be out there, handing the rock, passing it short, not really making any crazy decisions that could gain you some fantasy points. He's not going to pull a Jameis Winston and throw the ball to everyone. He's not going to throw Josh, pull a Josh Allen and heave the ball 90 yards over everyone. So I think that Fromm could be a solid NFL talent given he gets into the right situation. But like you said, for fantasy football, he is not looking like the hottest commodity out there. And I don't want him to kind of be trapped to the um, the name game manager. Um, I was looking at the Florida tape. This was really important for me and what I saw from him. Uh, Swift had 25 attempts for 86 yards. No mm-hmm. touchdowns, no anything. Rare, um, what is it? 
access in the stat sheet to mm -hmm. receiving in the game. So it was kind of handed on to Fromm to win that game, especially a big rivalry game. You got to take care of that. Uh, 20 for 30, 279 yards, two touchdowns. You look mm -hmm. at the tape, it, it's hard to see him take over, but he's kind of forced into that role. And he does pretty well, but you know, I can't see him doing that uh, day in and day out for a team. Uh, I can definitely understand that. Obviously, he's going to be not a first-round pick, likely not a second-round pick, at least to me. He's going to be a later guy in the draft. Where Do you think that he'll be picked in the first two rounds? Probably not, right? Uh, late second. Um, I think what hurt him in the combine was he had to perform right after Eason mm -hmm. um, for all the drills. So especially in the passing drills where we see Eason absolutely slinging the ball around, um, just rifling it all over the place. Fromm steps in next and it's just a completely different show. And it, it, it kind of takes the, uh, the air out of the stadium, you know, for all the scouts because you see such an electric prospect and then you kind of see a guy who everyone kind of understands is just a game manager mm -hmm. step in and it's just, it's a completely different kind of player. So I think that kind of hurt him a little bit. Yeah, it's also just funny how, like you said, they were obviously teammates just about a year ago, and then now, obviously, Eason loses the starting job, but then Fromm's over there looking like shit, and Eason is doing very good. So next to, next guy here, at number seven, we have Anthony Gordon. Yeah, so Anthony Gordon, product of Mike Leach. Um, I have some stats to kind of show why I don't really think it's completely Mike Leach's uh, success. Um, when comparing to uh, other transfer, Gardner Minshew, uh, the God um, and Luke Falk as well in 2018, no, 2017, my 2017. apologies. Um, had about a th almost a thousand more yards than Minshew had 2000 yards more than Falk in his full season. Um, 10 more touchdowns than Minshew, uh, 18 more than, than Falk. Uh, obviously the interceptions is a lot bigger, but there was a lot more passing attempts between uh, Anthony Gordon and what Falk was doing and what uh, Minshew was doing. So I think with the quantity, you have to expect the interceptions that come with it. Had 16, wasn't really loving that. But I think the same with Love. Um, not, a, not an expected to be an amazing team there in Wazoo. Uh, mm -hmm. But you put them on a good team, I think you can be very, very serviceable for, for an NFL team. Yeah, that, that's definitely good. Anthony Gordon is a guy to me that's just going to be just about okay. Personally, I like the next guy that we're going to be speaking about here. I'll just pivot right into him unless you got anything else about Gordon. Yeah, um, obviously a few Pac-12 records set with Gordon. Uh, nine touchdown game, um, mm -hmm. threw for over 40 yards, nine out of 13 games, and over 503 times. So mm -hmm. has the has the capability of, of doing it and taking over games, which I really appreciate. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we'll go ahead and pivot into my next guy, Jalen Hurts. Really, really impressive combine. That's going to be blown up on, but I don't want that to take all credit. I still see him, at least of right now, as, I don't know, just a, a mobile kind of guy that I don't mm -hmm. really see can take over with his arm. Um, obviously, he stepped into the combine with a completely different mechanic system for his passing. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of scouts were impressed by it. I would like to see how that translates into a game. So it's hard to kind of judge that before the draft. Um, but as far for him and his tape, I wasn't really too impressed. I think he was kind of getting bailed out by a really, really solid receiving core and a solid offensive line. Okay, definitely. I think that hurts as a guy to me that I think could be the starter 
on a team. I think he's a guy that maybe like Lamar Jackson, maybe figures out how to pass the ball. Maybe he's not just a running back. Obviously a lot of people will throw that on Hertz, just yeah. like on Lamar Jackson. People are, some teams are telling him, or at least the reporters are talking about, Oh, maybe he should switch positions. This, that, the other thing he says, psych with that. I'm a quarterback. I think that Jalen Hurts could definitely be a talented guy, but I can see why he's ranked so low. There's so many other talented quarterbacks in this class that being down here is not too much of a surprise to me. Obviously, outside of, like you said, the the first two guys, Tua and Burrow, they're up there in the class of their own. And then there's a bit of a tear break, like you said. Then you got Herbert, and then you got Eason. And then it's like from – is Eason with them? I forgot. Yeah, I have Eason, Love, From kind of in their own tier. A lot of people rotate those three depending on what they feel. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think that uh, this draft class is very good. Do you have anything else on Hertz? Obviously, you don't love Hertz like I do. Yeah, well, I, I don't want to, you know, bash him all the way. I do want to cap- just talk about how good he is as a runner. Um, I think he's very, very good at slashing and, and cutting into holes and, and still using his speed very well when he's doing that. Uh, one thing I do want to see him kind of clean up, at least in the rushing attempt is he doesn't really have that much emphasis in sliding and getting down mm-hmm. he takes hits and he yeah, he's a big guy what is he uh 6'1 222 so he's a big guy and he uses his speed very well but I, I would like to see him keep you know himself a little bit safe out there when he's running the ball uh-huh, definitely that is a killer in the NFL obviously you can tell that if a guy's not going to slide he's going to feel like a real idiot I forgot which NFL player it was in the past who never could figure out how to slide he was a quarterback and his name is escaping me but that is just something that is going to be very very bad for you if you can't figure out how to slide because that just causes a lot of fumbles and you're gonna look like Daniel Jones out there yeah so um jumping into my next guy um the next obviously I see my top eight as the peak of what could be successful in the NFL. But I do have a little, uh, a few outside shot chances. Um, Cole McDonald ran a four, five, eight. That's one, was it 10th? No, a uh, hundredth faster than Hertz. Hertz ran a uh, 4.59. So obviously has some speed. Um, I think he's a really, really good quarterback, puts the ball into places a lot of quarterbacks can't. Um, solid quarterback out of Hawaii. But obviously, uh, what can he do when? you know, at a more higher level outside of the Mountain West. Uh, and I guess also with more talent around him, what, what he can do. I don't really see him as a starter. I think he's a backup. Uh, could groom into a, a starter depending on how he's developed. But, you know, I really see him as a guy that can sit behind an offense for a while. Yeah, to me, the, how fast someone runs at the combine, it, it doesn't tell you too much about them. Obviously, you, you hope the guy runs fast. A guy like Hurts, you're thinking, oh, he's going to be the fastest guy. And then some guy out of Hawaii ends up running faster than him. So that's obviously going to hurt his feelings a bit. But I think that Cole McDonald could be solid, like you said. But he definitely is down there. You know, he's just a shot in the dark. Yeah. And then finally, um, I like him a lot. I'm, okay, so I'm a, also a Florida Gator fan. So I saw him... Yeah, I appreciate it. A lot of love for uh, Florida for being from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, so I saw Bryce Perkins. He's the quarterback for the University of Virginia in that Orange Bowl. And I saw a lot of heart out of him. A guy that put it out on, all on, on the field in that game. Obviously, not a lot of Virginia games were you know, nationally televised. So didn't really have access outside of you know, watching film on him. Mm-hmm. But uh, really, really solid quarterback. I think he's probably the best mobile quarterback in this draft. Did not get an invite to the combine, which hurt my feelings a lot, probably as much as it probably hurt his. Would have liked to see what he did uh, physically um, with his feet. Um, obviously, I think he's the most mobile quarterback in this draft. Uh, so would have liked to see him participate in the combine. But 
I think he has an outside chance for being or falling into the system that NFL teams are kind of like pivoting to with Lamar Jackson and how he's been successful. I think if they want a guy like Lamar, I think the Lamar of this class is Perkins, not saying that he has that ability, just mm-hmm. covering my ass for a quick second. But I think um, when it comes to running, I think he's the best mobile quarterback in this draft. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. I, I hate that they don't invite some of these guys to the, the thing. Like, there's always so many guys at the combat. There's like a million fucking quarterbacks there, and you can't even invite our boy Bryce Perkins. Come on. Some kid out of Princeton was there. I, I couldn't even tell you his name. Like, who cares? Yeah, Nate, exactly. Nate, Nate Stanley was there. Fuck Nate Stanley, period. Yeah, fuck you, Nate Stanley. I hope you see this, all right? So uh, yeah. any, any closing thoughts here before we close out the quarterbacks? Uh, no, I think, um, I, I think the top eight, uh, all those quarterbacks can be very functional for an NFL team. All can work out. I think this is a really loaded quarterback class uh, in comparison to others. I don't think it's top-heavy with one or two guys. I think – no matter what you get in this top eight, you're going to get a very productive quarterback. Um, and obviously some of them need more work than others, but I think developed well, most of these quarterbacks can work. And this may be a class that we look back at as um, a class that took over the NFL. Yeah, definitely. Like the, uh, what, what receiver class, the 2014, where it's like Evans, Odell, all them. Evans, Odell. Yeah. All that yeah. Stuff. Looking Part like that. Yeah. yeah. So guys, thank you guys for watching. Obviously shout out to Tyler. Make sure to check all of his links in the description. Everything will be down there. His Twitter handle is on the screen right now. There's also going to be a bunch of videos on the screen. Click on one of those fucking videos, click the subscribe button, then check out the videos that are going to be coming out later in the week with Tyler. We've got two more to go. It's going to be a great yeah. time for you. I love all you motherfuckers. I love Tyler. Me and Tyler are, our best friends. Have a great day. Goodbye, my friends.